0: Praise the Lord. Well, tonight, we're going to start our Bible study. And here is, uh, last Wednesday, we started this series on spiritual growth. And uh, we went down, I think, to about seven steps last week. And uh, tonight's Bible study is going to be on spiritual growth part two. But we're going to shift into another gear and, and look at how do I know that I'm growing? Sometimes when you're growing, you might be the only one that don't know that you're growing. Because right. in your own eyes, you may say it. you live with yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't. But I see, I can see spiritual growth in each one of you. And sometimes when you when you fall short, sometimes you're wondering if you're growing at all. Why can't I overcome this? Why not a, am I not growing faster? I should be overcome this by now and sometimes we think we're not growing fast enough always remember spiritual growth is a process just like physical growth is a process when a baby is born it don't turn from a day old to 16 years old overnight it's a process of time right but the baby has to continue to start off drinking milk and then later on the baby Growth process continues. The baby gets bigger. It starts to get out of diapers. It just it starts wearing uh, clothes without diapers. It's potty trained. Uh, the baby starts eating potatoes and 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 tiny meats. And as it continues to grow, you don't have to dress the child. The child begins to dress itself. Uh, the baby can feed itself. All you have to do is put it on the plate, or after a while they don't get old enough to dip their own plate. But all that's a, a process. It don't happen overnight. And spiritual growth also takes time. But I tell you this about spiritual growth. It's a little bit different than physical growth. You can grow spiritually faster than you can physically. You can grow fast. It's according to how strong of a desire that you want to know God and how and, and what you want to do for the Lord. If you put in the desire and the passion and begin to fast and to pray and to seek God and get into his word, you can outgrow the person that's been in, saved in the church for 10 years and you might have got saved last year but you know some people get satisfied where they are. They get satisfied with their, their where they are in Christ. They get satisfied with just coming to church. Some people get satisfied with, with just reading the Scripture. Some people get satisfied with just singing three songs and going home. Some people ain't satisfied with that. Some people are like, I want to sing songs that lift up Jesus. I want to get caught up in His presence. Hallelujah. I want to feel the Holy Ghost. I want to see His gifts moving. Hallelujah. I want to serve God. I want to be a blessing to His kingdom. And they pass others that just want to sit in church and just... Just hold a pew down. I tell you, if you want to get to uh, know God, God wants you to know Him. He's not running and hiding. Growth is all up to you. Nobody can make you grow. It all has to be your desire. Amen? Amen. So tonight, how do I know I'm growing? What is our goal in spiritual growth? Our goal is to represent Jesus in this earth. Did y'all hear that? Yes. Amen. When y'all say represent, that means re-pre-sent Jesus to others. That means you have to be like Him. You have to walk in His love. That's right. You have to have His joy. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. You have to have His peace. Yes. You got to be able to hold your temper, Mm -hmm. not be angry, be peaceful. Hallelujah. That's that's all growth. You know, whenever you're a baby in Christ, you know, you still kind of carnal. you carnal. You're still fleshy. you saved. You got your name written in the Lamb book of life. You got heaven made. But as far as acting like Jesus yet, you ain't quite there yet. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes, Amen. That takes time. Yes. After I got saved, <laughs> yes. before I got saved, I had a temper. <clears throat> temper. I could go from zero to a hundred. I got that from my daddy. And all the cars. And, and, and my mama was like that too. She, my mama was a live wire. 220. My goodness. So I had a double dose. Through the bloodline. And I had to overcome that. And with spiritual growth. I knew I had to to get that under the blood of the Lamb that Jesus didn't approve of that kind of behavior, that kind of attitude. Throwing stuff, yep. hollering and screaming, looking like a baby. A spoiled baby in Walmart. Ah, they get my way. That's a baby. Mm-hmm. And I knew I, I I can't keep acting like that. That don't yeah. bring Jesus no glory. So there's a lot of things in my life I had to lay down so that I could bring glory <laughs> to him. Because if I continue to act like the old Stacy, that ain't going to bring no glory. That's not representing Jesus. That's still the old man. So, our goal is to represent Jesus in this earth and be Christ like. Tell your neighbor, I want to be Christ like. That neighbor said until you, looks like it might be an angel. But listen, our goal as children of God is to be Christ like. I didn't say you're going to be Christ, but you can grow. Yes. To a place To where you really represent him well Y'all understand Amen. That's the goal We shouldn't stop anywhere less than that We want to keep growing Yes I might fail I might stumble tomorrow But I'm going to get back up You're going to get back up And you're going to brush yourself off And you're going to go back to Jesus And you're going to keep working at it Keep working at it you got to keep growing So how do I know I'm growing? number one you got to have a desire all starts with your desire your passion to spend time with God and to know more about him that can't be told that has to be caught. you have to want that when after you get saved if you got a desire to know about God guess what they ain't nobody gotta call you and invite you to church. You get up and go to church. Why? Because I want to know. I want to know more about God. I want to spend time with God. Hey, when you come to church, if God ain't there, find you another church. That's right. Amen. Amen. Because whenever you go to church, you you go when you go into church, you're going to spend time with God. But here, you don't have to go to church to spend time with God. That's right. That's right. Church is a place where you get to know more about God. That's why God put the fivefold ministry in the body of Christ, which is the apostles, the uh, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. That's the five-fold ministry. He put them in the body to teach the body, hallelujah, and equip them for the work of ministry. Amen? And to bring them to the unity of faith. Amen? So coming to church we come to worship god we come together corporately we come to support one another to encourage one another and to get to spend more time with god and to know more about him the pastor that you're sitting under should be teaching you more about him that's right not him but him not the pastor. But about Jesus, amen. amen. If he's teaching you about Him, go find you another pastor. That's right. You find you a pastor that's teaching you about Jesus. If he ain't saying Jesus, 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 Jesus enough, go find you another pastor. If he's talking me, 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 go find you another pastor. That's right. Find somebody that's saying Jesus Christ. Amen. That's the name above every name. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, the scripture second peter 3:18 turn with me second Peter chapter 3 I hear pages turning I like for you to turn your bibles I like to hear them pages turn just stand here it's brand new, and it's, we, it's wobbling like a weevil wobble. My goodness! Oh, you found it, Mary Grace. Good job. Second Peter three eighteen: Either the the stand is unlevel, or the floor is unlevel. <laughs> oh, shit. Second Peter three eighteen says, "But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior." Jesus Christ but grow but grow but grow but grow but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as a Christian you never stop growing if you think you you know it all you are in trouble Sister Debbie is very knowledgeable of the Bible Sister Louise is very knowledgeable of the Bible yes. Brother Vince is very knowledgeable of the Bible Sister Louise Eldridge very knowledgeable of the bible sister joanne i am talking about some mature saints in here yes but yes where they at they at bible study yeah mm-hmm. they coming to learn more to set up under god's word to come be, be with god's people come to worship the lord hallelujah louise is knocking on the door of 90 and she's still coming to be taught the word of god she could it, it'd be easy for the for the enemy to say Louise. You know everything. You've been going to church for the last seventy years. You know everything from everything in the Bible. But she's still growing. She's still growing. She even told me. She said, "I was teaching on some of the, the believer's authority and stuff." She said, "I ain't never heard nothing like that before." Yeah. I was like, "Wow." Well. But uh, there is always something new. Yes. We ain't all. Even Paul said. Uh, I haven't arrived yet he said I know a lot but I still haven't arrived he said I got to keep pressing forward yes. so we don't never stop growing we always got to keep growing in the in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Jesus Christ I love what Paul prayed he said I want to know him and the power of his resurrection I want to know him you don't ever stop trying to get to know more about Jesus. He's more, he's bigger than what you think. There's more uh, to him than just, he saved you from your sins. Yes, he did. But there's way more to that. Amen? Amen. He not only wants to be your savior, he also wants to be your friend. That's right. Amen? Yes, amen. He wants to know you, Yes. But you got to know him. him. Yes. Believe me, He already knows you better than you know yourself. That's right. <laughs> That's for sure. But the more you get closer to Him, yes. the more you're going to be like Him. That's right. And the more you think you know, if you think you know Him, the closer you get to Him, you realize, I didn't know nothing Less at all. The that you know, yes. Yes. So keep growing. Look at 2 Timothy 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. 2 Timothy. We're going to keep growing. I oh got this air conditioning blowing my pages around. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 and verse 17 All scripture all scripture not some scripture 2 Timothy three. chapter 3 verse 16 three. All scripture everybody say all scripture all, all, all scripture. scripture is given it's by true. inspiration of God yes and it is profitable profitable for doctrine For reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. It's impossible to be a man of God and not know His Word. That's right. What can you preach if you don't know what the word says? Yes. Amen? Digest. You can lead a lot of people in the era yes. preaching uh, denominationalism, preaching, well, this is my opinion. Yes. This is what I think. This is my own personal yes. interpretation. No, we don't have no own private interpretations. Amen? That's right. Scripture interprets Scripture. Christ. Amen. Amen. But every man of God is, is 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 complete and thoroughly equipped for every good work when he knows the word, the word of God. Complete. Amen. Equipped. Yes. For every good work, no matter what comes. That's right. Whatever, what kind of work it may be, soul winning. That's right. Discipleship training. Yes. Whatever. Man, the Word of God will complete you and equip you for every good assignment. Yes, amen. Whatever God gives you, God will equip you. But you've got to know what His Word says. Yes. When somebody says, well, what do you think God thinks about this? The first thing that pops up in my mind is, i got to go to the Word. Yep. I've got to find out what the Word of God says. Yeah. It ain't about what do I think. What do I think? Ain't no, it don't mean nothing than what you think. That's right. The main thing is what did God think? Right. What did God say? Yes. That's what matters. But the Word of God, all Scripture, is profitable for doctrine, reproof, for correction. The Word of God brings correction to us. Yes, it does. Hallelujah. So. Number one, a desire to spend time with God and to know more about Him. If you're doing that, you're growing. You want to know more about God? Keep coming to Bible study. You want to know more about Him? Stay in the Word of God. When you go home, hallelujah, open your Bible, continue to read it. God will speak to you at home, under a tree. In the car. Read the Bible wherever you go. If you have a desire to spend time with God and know more about Him, I would say you're growing. You're growing. Whenever you stop growing, you don't care if you spend any time with God, you're going to stop growing. You stop spending time with God, you stop growing. That's right. Amen? Amen. Number two. You're growing if you have a desire to dig deeper into the Word. Dig it deeper. I was thinking, anybody that has a treasure, back in the old days we didn't have safes to put everything in. They had to bury stuff. And if you were gonna bury a treasure, you buried it deep. Yes. You didn't just skim the dirt and leave the, the handle hanging out the top of the dirt where somebody could just pull it up. <laughs> no, you. if it was valuable, you dug deep and if you want to find deeper truths in the Word of God you got to keep digging. Keep digging. Jesus said launch out into the deep. Yes. Amen. A lot of people just scratching the surface in Christianity. They're babies and they'll always stay babies as long as they just scratch the surface. Scratch the surface. Uh, but there's so many deep truths in the Word of God, but you will never see them if you don't have a desire to see them. Amen? Amen. The Holy Spirit will give you revelations after revelations Amen. and show you things that you ain't never seen if you'll just keep on digging. Right. But it all starts with a desire. Do I want to dig deeper? Are you satisfied? If you're satisfied with just skimming the top, singing three songs and going home and, and that's up I made church Sunday morning we sang three songs and I went home mm-hmm. do that every every day for the every year you ain't growing that's right you got to want to go deeper yes hey Patrick teach me teach me to dig deeper I want to see spiritual truth yes but you have to have a desire whenever you have a desire to dig deeper, a pastor don't have to beg you to dig deeper. You ready to dig deeper. Amen. You ready to do greater things for God. You ain't satisfied just sitting on the pew. That's right. As a pastor, I ain't satisfied with you just sitting on the pew. That's right. Preach it, pastor. I ain't satisfied. I want to hear, hey, I'm, I, I told somebody about Jesus yesterday. Yes, amen. I prayed for somebody at Walmart yesterday. Yes. Hallelujah. I prayed for the sick yesterday at Eagles and mm-hmm. somebody got healed right That's there. That's right. Hallelujah. I'm preaching to the homeless. Yes. Helping the homeless, helping, helping people that are broken and torn. Seeing her grow. Seeing Lisa grow. That's what it's all about. I see growth. And seeing Lisa here, out of that depression? Yes. Always sitting right there, getting her word. Yep. Getting her word. Amen. Getting her word. That makes me happy seeing the ladies pray at the jail last week made me happy to see the way they pray hear the word come out of their heart sense the the genuineness of their faith and their love for Jesus as they pray I sense it, I see it and I said wow that makes me so proud to say they come to my church they're my sheep, I love them they're doing great for Jesus have a desire Number three, oh let's look at first Peter 2 two for this uh, and I think that's one we read last week about desire to, the pure miracle of the word. First Peter chapter 2, verse two. pastor I want to say something. you were preaching one Sunday about it was in Romans about homosexuality uh-huh. and I had never seen those words jump out the way they did, but I knew they had to for like what I do and you know people saying you know that it's okay that we have to love them. But when those words jumped out, like you said, dig, digging deeper because I needed the answer, it really, I told Ms. Ruth, like, it really hit me. Like, this is wrong. Like, you can't side with them, Amanda, with, you know, maybe, you know, we have to love them anyway, blah, blah, blah. We love them, but we cannot accept that at any time, any place, That's nowhere. That's right. That's right. Amen. And it just jumped. It jumped. just, ju- yes. Holy Ghost jumped on you. Yes. The word jumped on you. Yes. The logos. <laughs> Word jumped on you. Yes. Praise God. Open eye-opening experience. Because I'd seen it before many times, and Miss Ruth had read it, and I'd heard it, and I. But that day, it's like it had to be the way it was. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. First Peter two two says, "As newborn babes, desire. Everything starts with desire." That's right. If you don't have no desire, I can't create one in you. That's right. It's a hunger. Desire the pure milk of the Word. It can't the Word of God cannot be diluted. That's right. Can't be polluted. Amen. If it's the truth, it's a hundred percent truth. It ain't ninety nine point nine percent truth, it ain't truth. It's got to be a hundred percent truth to be the truth, amen. And listen, the reason you need to know the truth, the hundred percent truth, is because the devil knows the truth and he always spits out half truth. That's right. And twisted truth. And if you ain't, if you ain't a mature Christian, you'll take a bite of a, the forbidden fruit of a half truth. The Bible says you can believe a lie and be what damned. Yes. Believe a lie. Satan is good at painting a picture of a false truth. That's right. Yes. A half truth. Yes. He may say it's okay. It may it ain't okay with God, Mm-mm. but he'll say it's okay. God will understand. Listen. Always know the truth for yourself. I done said that a hundred a hundred thousand times. Since I've been pastoring church at harvest time, know the truth for yourself. Amen. Amen. Don't let nobody pull your arm, pull you into the ditches, and get you off out there uh, in the middle of rock field being a flake in a nut as a Christian. A flake in a nut, a fruitcake. <laughs> one thing that a, that a, that a, that messes up Christianity is fruitcakes. They quote scripture, half scripture, to to back up their own doctrine, their own belief. Mm -hmm. They twist things around. The Bible said, "Rightly divide the word of God." That's right. Rightly divide it. Don't twist it. Don't make it fit your situation. The word is the truth. Stick with the the truth. We all start out as newborn babies. Every Christian starts as a baby. But you're not supposed to stay a baby. We all have to mature. Amen? Amen. If you're growing, you get, you're get you maturing. You're maturing. You're getting, you're getting stronger. You're getting bigger. You're getting wiser. You're getting more knowledgeable of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, you're growing. But you have to put time into that. It just don't happen automatically. It don't matter. Just because you got saved 14 years ago don't make you make you mature. You can be saved 14 years ago and still be a baby. That's right. If you're doing these kind of things, you're growing. You're growing, you're maturing. So, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. You got to grow. You got to keep growing. Number three. Learn. If you're growing, this is what you want to learn. This is what you want to become. You want to learn the Word, and then you want to become a teacher of the Word. Yes. I want to learn so I can help somebody else. I want to learn so I can teach somebody else. He said, well, I don't have that desire to want to teach nobody else. I just want to learn, 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 learn. That's wrong. That's right. If you learn if something here Sunday, and you go to work on Monday, and somebody say ask you a question. That sermon you can begin to. If it, it may be, it may affect them. You like, man, this word I it, I didn't know I was going to be able to give it to somebody at work, but this fits them perfectly. That's right. And you start applying what you learn, and you teach them at work what you heard at church. Mm-hmm. Take them through the word. But you want to become able to learn. But not just learn to be knowledgeable and keep it all to yourself. That's right. You don't want to keep it all to yourself. You want to teach other people. Look at what Hebrews 5.12 says. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12. Another thing that helps me know people are growing is whenever I say find a book in the Bible and you start turning and you find it. Mm-hmm. Amen. If it takes you 30 minutes to find it, I know you probably ain't been there in a long time. <laughs> if you have to turn to the front of the Bible mm-hmm. to look at the chapters to find out what Hebrews is and what page it's on, I know you ain't in your Bible, much. that tells me that you're a newborn baby. That's, uh, that just tells me. they a baby still. It's okay. Yes. It's okay to be a baby. Be saved. But listen, you don't want to stay a baby. You can be, you can get grown real quick in the spirit if you apply yourself. If you have a desire and passion to go after Jesus and to know Him, hallelujah! You can grow and you can pass other people. Yes. You can pass other people. You know how you pass people on the highway? <laughs> you put the pedal down and you go around them. Shoot. <laughs> you know why you got around them? It's because you put the pedal down. You had a desire to get around them. And you had to use the accelerator to get on down the road and pass them because all they want to do is on People that are working on the clock, I can tell, when they in the company truck, they the slowest people on the road. They on the hour. Put, 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 I'm on the hour. <laughs> people that's on salary, they getting down the road. Heck yeah. <laughs> Folks on the hour, Put, put, put. I, I told somebody the other day, I said, there, there's an electrical company. And they, they barely moving. I said, I guarantee you he working about an hour. He fast. ain't in no hurry to get to that next job. <laughs> it might take him an hour to get to that next job. And then he's going to do two jobs. He ain't going home today. He ain't in no hurry. He could have probably done six that day. But he got two. You know why? He's on an hour. And he ain't got no hurry. I got my glasses on back. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12. Here's where we are. Learn and teach others the word of God. If you have this desire, I would say you're growing. You're learning and now you also want to help others. After I got saved, man, I told the Lord, I said, Lord, if you open a door. If you open a door, I'll go through it. <laughs> And guess what the first door was? They asked me to teach Sunday school. I ain't been saved too long. But our church needed somebody to, our, some help in the Sunday school. And they asked me to teach a Sunday school class that had about four people in it. And man, I studied. And I studied it. I still remember. It was about King Saul. And I studied. And it was about Samuel and Saul. And I kept mixing both their names up. I called Samuel Saul and Saul Samuel. And I was trying to teach it to Sophie, and she just laughed and laughed. And I said, You ain't helping me none at all. I said, This is going to be, I said, I'm going to make a fool out of myself on Sunday morning. But I tried, and the door was open. I wanted to teach. And I said, Lord, if you open the door, I'll go through it. So I learned, I learned, I, I I tried to get as much about that Sunday school lesson in me and teach it to others. I tried my best. That's all you can do. Mm-hmm. If you fall short, hey, you don't have to be perfect. But if you try, the Lord will be pleased with you. Just always make sure, I'm teaching the Word. I'm teaching the Word. I'm teaching the Word. It may not be exciting to you. You don't have to turn flips. You don't have to be TDJ. Just teach The word. That's right. Amen. Amen. So look what Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12 says. For though, this is very impressive to me. For though by this time, Paul said, you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again Mm -hmm. the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness for he is a babe. But solid food (laughs) belongs to those who are of full age. That is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. The apostle Paul looked at this this group of Israelites that had got saved And he said, I've been teaching you for so long. For so long. I've been investing my time. I've been teaching you. I've been going through this step by step by step to help you grow. And he said, by this time, you ought to be teachers. But yet, you still babies. You can't teach nobody. Paul said, I can't believe you're not able to teach by now. He said, am I just spinning my wheels here? Am I just wasting my time? I'm doing all that I can for you. But he said, you ought to be teachers by now. And he said, you're not able to teach, but you still need to be taught. And I done taught you everything that you need to know to be successful and to be teaching, but yet you're still a baby. Mm-hmm. What's that show? It shows the people are not interested in what he's teaching. That's right. They're not wanting to grow. They're not, They're not receiving what he's teaching. They don't want to be teachers. They don't want to help somebody else. You know, you can hear, 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 and hear and be so knowledgeable. And that's one thing that's wrong with the church in America today is we are so knowledgeable. We ought to be teachers by now. And we still just sitting in church. We just still sitting in church and still coming to be taught, and coming to be taught, and coming to be taught, but we have no desire to, to spread it and give it to somebody else. We'll always be looking for an avenue, a door to sow it into somebody else's life. Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. It ain't for me to keep, it's for me to give away. That's right. Amen. 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 Keep spreading the seed. Keep spreading the seed. Keep spreading the seed. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be an evangelist. That's you don't right. have to be an apostle. All you gotta do is be, have a, be a believer with a heart of love for Jesus, and try to help somebody know the Word. That's right, amen. And sow a seed. Sow a seed. Yes, we gotta do a better seed job of witnessing in this church. That's right. If every one of us would bring at least one new believer, a one new one person every week, one person every week, this church would be busting open. One person every week for for one month. We wouldn't be able to sit them in here. Even with this smaller crowd. If each one of y'all brought one every week, we'd be growing. We'd be growing. And they get here, and Jesus will hook them. That's right. He'll hook them with his word. If they want to grow, hallelujah, this is the place to grow. Amen. This ain't a place to come and be religious. That's right. This is a place to come and grow and to find out who you are in Christ yep. and what you called to do. And be set free. Hallelujah. Um, at the bottom of this, it says, <coughs> solid food belongs to those who are of full age. He's talking about solid food. You don't feed a baby a steak. Mm-mm. That's solid food. It takes teeth to chew up a steak. Steak is good. Anybody in here like steak? <laughs> All right. <laughs> But you can't give it to a baby. Mm -hmm. They'll choke on it. It, it, A baby has to have milk. But when we start maturing, we're ready for solid food. So, solid food belongs to those who are, you might as well say, mature, full age. That is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Whenever you're maturing and you're growing, you will learn how to de- have discernment in the spirit. That's right. Because you know the truth. Mm-hmm. When you see somebody walking in error, you'll be able to pick up on it. You'll say, that that right there is evil. Mm-hmm. That right there is good. But what's wrong with the world today? They call evil good. And good evil. And good evil. Mm-hmm. That's what's wrong. See, they ain't got their senses Spiritually, senses uh, where they can discern. They they, they lost. They blind. But whenever you're mature and able to eat solid food, your spiritual senses can pick up on things. Spiritual. Spiritually, you can say, I discern something here. Mm -hmm. Something ain't right here. Spiritually, you're exercising your spiritual senses between good and evil. That takes maturity. A baby cannot do that. Mm-mm. How do you know you're growing? If you're discerning, mm-hmm. you're picking up on things that you didn't used to pick up on. Amen? That's right. Amen. That's, when you was a baby and somebody preached something to you, you may say, Amen. 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 Next year, because you've been in the Word yourself, somebody preached something to you. And instead of saying, amen, you're like, mm. mm-hmm. I don't think that's right. Yep. That don't sound right. <laughs> that ain't what I read. That's right. But see, that, that's a sign of growth. You picked up on it. Instead of just like amen, 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 amen. amen. Preach on, brother. He might be preaching error, And people out there saying, amen, amen, amen. Yeah. Amen. Okay, let me keep moving real quick. Number four. If you're growing, you're growing in grace and forgiveness. Yes. Forgiveness is a biggie in the eyes of God. That's right. Can you forgive others? Can you apologize to others? Yes. Or here's a sign that you're a baby still. You're easily offended. That's right. Anybody that's easily offended is a baby. That's right. They ain't grown up yet. Easily offended. Touch it. Touch it. Oh, you hurt my feelings. Well, get over it. You grown. Anybody going to change your diaper? 19 years old. 30 years old. 50 years old. And pound like a baby. Oh, you hurt my feelings. You didn't shake my hand at, at that door Sunday morning. My goodness. Grow up. A lot of preachers need to be saying, Grow up today. You've been in you've been saved for ten years, you are still a baby. Grow up. Well, you gotta call me and, and wake me up for church. No, I ain't. Exactly. You have grown up. Set your alarm. If you want to be at church, have a desire. Get up and come. That's right. Say amen. 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 Am I preaching good, Lisa? Yes, sir. Praise amen. the Lord. You'll have a desire to come no matter how you have to come. <laughs> Forgiveness is a biggie, though, y'all. That's a sign yeah. to let anybody know whether you mature or you a baby. Yeah. Anybody that's touchy is a baby. Mature people know that offenses are going to come. Yeah. Jesus said, it's impossible that they don't come. He said, offenses are going to come. He said, but you got to know that if you have the grace of God and the love of God in you, you can forgive other people. And keep moving. Yes. You get offended, that's a baby, and you stunt your growth. You yes. stop growing. Yes. Number five, desire to obey God. If you have a desire in your heart, that, I want to obey God, yes. that's a sign of you growing. You're growing. Yes. You're growing. Yes. I want to obey God. You got to learn. If you're going to obey God, you got to learn how to yield to the Holy Spirit's voice. That's right. Because He's always talking. He's always convicting us. When we get out of line, when we get out of bounds, the Holy Spirit's always there to say, you just crossed the boundaries. You got to get back in line. Yep. This ain't the right way to go. This is wrong. This ain't well, This ain't representing Jesus today. Holy Spirit let us know when we don't represent Jesus. You go to cussing at work, Holy Spirit say, eh? Hey, can't do that. Say, Well I know I shouldn't. But I'm gonna do it anyhow, I'm mad. That's a baby. I'm gonna do it anyhow. I'm a baby. No, when you get grown, you submit to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit said, No, you can't do that. You zip your mouth up, you go back to work and you eat it. Exactly. You get over it. That is hard. You don't quit work, you don't go home, That's you right. gotta you got a family to feed, you yep. stick with it. Yep. Amen obey the word apply what you hear it's so important James chapter 1 verse 19 and we'll, we'll, hang, we'll close on that James chapter 1 James is where? right behind Hebrews mm-hmm. chapter 1 verse 19 through 25 we'll close so then my beloved brother let every man we read this Sunday morning Be swift to hear and slow to speak. That's maturity. Maturity. When you can open your ears and close your mouth more often. You know why the Lord gave you two ears and one mouth? Because He wanted you to listen more. Be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Slow to anger. Wrath is anger. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. You've got to watch that anger. Yep. It does not produce the righteousness of God. It turns people off. If you're trying to represent Jesus and you're going around angry all the time, mm-hmm. you need to grow up. Verse 21. Lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive. Everybody say, I got to receive. 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 With meekness the implanted word. The word got to be implanted in you. Which is able to do what? Save, Save your soul. What is your soul? Your mind, your will, and your emotions. The word changes your mind. It fixes your emotions. Verse 22. Be doers of the word. Amen. And not hearers only. That's what we got too many of in the church. Yep. We hear, but we don't do. No, no doers. And we deceive ourselves. Yep. Verse 23. For if anyone is a hearer hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. He observes himself, goes away, and immediately, immediately forgets what kind of man he was. He forgets what he looked like. Looked at himself in the mirror, turned around, and don't even know what he looked like. The word of God is a mirror. It reveals who you are. It reveals who God is. Hallelujah. We see ourselves in the word. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one, this one will be blessed, will be blessed in what he does. Hallelujah. If you will apply the word of God, you will be blessed if you will apply. But you can't just hear it. You got to be a doer. Application is spiritual growth. Amen? Amen. It's like water baptism Sunday. You get saved. The next step here, Jesus said, get water baptized. That's right. You don't argue with that. You submit to it. You say. What water baptism? I need to get baptized. I'm going, I'm going into the water. Submit to the word. Apply the word. Hallelujah. And the Lord will bless you for your obedience. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. Amen any questions tonight let me speak to our people out here watching by media hey we love you, we thank you for tuning in to Harvest Time Church International it was our honor to uh, be teaching the word of God to you again we love you, we hope you're growing and uh, it's our blessing to help you grow, we want you to grow if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, hallelujah accept Jesus he's already died he's already rose again All you have to do is believe in your heart. Hallelujah. Confess Jesus Christ with your mouth. And the Bible says you shall be saved. Make Jesus the Lord of your life. And start living the best life ever. Eternal life awaits you. God bless you. We hope to see you again next week. Leave us your comments. Let us know what you think about the sermon tonight. Jesus is Lord.